Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Relationship Wednesday. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here tonight to talk to you about like every aspect of your relationship. So every week we are talking about different parts of the relationships that affect people, whether they're um, professional relationships, family relationships, friendships, relationships, intimate relationships, marital relationships. Um, Children, work relationships, all types of relationships. All types of relationships. And for the past few weeks, we've been working a lot on kind of men and women's uh, perspectives on some hot topics like sex or um, friendship or just different things of that nature. And today we just want to talk a little bit about Ten kind of post-breakup do's and don'ts. So the kind of things that you should do or should not do when a relationship is ending. That's right. This is uh, We pulled this article from uh, yahoomatch.com. It's an article by Laura Schaefer about ten post-breakup do's and don'ts. Just want to kind of go over this list, kind of get some perspective on it, welcome any kind of questions anybody might have. And, again, if you have any questions tonight, definitely give us a call. Telephone number to call in is 323 323- Six nine three three eight three five. And if you have deeper questions than what we are resolving tonight, because remember, tonight we're not giving you clinical advice. We're talking in general about things. And if you need more detailed advice, then you need to call our office, and our office number is 630-428-2344. And also, these are our opinions. You may have an opinion that's very different than ours. Um, ours don't have to be set in gold. These are our opinions. But my background is that I am a a clinical therapist, and I've, I've been running a private practice right outside of Chicago for about seven years now. Yeah, my background is in corporate America, and I do resume consults, career counseling, and life coaching. So the bulk of what we talk about is based on our training or um, the, the anecdotal, the, the bulk of people that we've been working for for a series of years. I've been providing counseling for 15 years. So over the years, I've gotten some information. However, because if we're not speaking to you specifically, we don't always know piece by piece what's happening for you. So what we may say may or may not be helpful for you. So before you take action, um, I remember when I was a little girl, they used to say, um, don't try this at home. These drivers are professionally <laughs> right. trained drivers. So before you take some serious action on comments that you hear on the radio, first call, make an appointment, sit down, let us give you advice based on you as opposed to just general advice. Yep, absolutely. So tonight we're going to talk about after a breakup, what are the ten things you should do or you should not do? And let me say that there's a distinction between, there's three different distinctions that I'm going to look at. One is is marriage. Um, So after a separation or divorce from a marriage, some of the things you do may be different than this list. The second is if you've been in a long-term committed relationship, um, that's different than the third category where you kind of broke up after maybe the summer. Uh, right. winter break, so so that's short term. So find out where you fit. Are you in the marriage category, the long-term committed relationship, or short term? Let me ask you, for someone who's engaged, would you put them in the married or long-term relationship? Long-term relationship. Long-term, so if you're yeah. engaged, you haven't said that, deuce, you got to still in the long-term category as we discussed today. Absolutely. But let me say, though, breakups during uh, a, um engagement are still difficult, and a oh, lot of people absolutely. feel like, you know, that's just, and so any of these breakups may be intense for anybody, whether it's been a week dating or six weeks dating or 60 years. However, the, the caveats are a little different based on kind of what your relationship is. So find out where you fit and where you put yourself may be different. You may say, hey, you know, we've been together 15 years, so I consider that a marriage. So that's fine. So you can put yourself there if that's what you feel. 
you're married and you said I got a divorce and I feel like, hey, that was the best thing ever, so maybe you don't feel like you need to do everything here. But but situate yourself. Are you in a short-term relationship, long-term, or a marriage relationship? Yep, good point. I'm glad we brought that up. So right now we're, we're talking about um, kind of purging. So let's start with number one. So the first thing of the post-breakup uh, do's and don'ts, the first one is do, they recommend do purging out memories of your ex. So getting rid of old pictures, getting rid of old gifts, you know, deleting their emails from your email chain, kind of doing a full purge of your ex. Mm-hmm. Know, what's your thoughts on that? You know, I suggest that to people. I mean, so that's doable as long as you don't have kids, right? Right. Um, <laughs> you know, so that's doable as long as you don't have kids, and it's also doable, more doable in a short-term relationship than a long-term committed relationship or marriage. Because if a person is married and they've got wedding pictures, wedding albums, anniversary this, I mean, they've got a household of memories, it's harder to purge those memories than it is to purge memories from we've been dating and I can put all the gifts he ever gave me into a box and I can give him the goodwill. Right. Not to mention, if you're married, the families have meshed together, right? Absolutely. So, you know, they have memories of brother-in-law, sister-in-law, and they've got to, you know, have build relationships as well. So totally purging that, that can be kind of a little difficult. Absolutely. So I do agree that you should delete things. Now, I'm one that doesn't delete telephone numbers because you don't want an unsuspecting call from your ex that you weren't expecting and you got rid of their number. And these days, lots of people don't know everybody's telephone number because there's so many numbers to remember that you could, like, not know that. Now, let me know. They mentioned the article about getting rid of gifts. I I personally don't see a problem with keeping the gifts. You know, not us. I mean, if if I was dating and stuff like that and someone broke up, I would not be throwing away, yeah, this, this is a nice, you know, after shake case they bought me. I'm keeping the after shake case. You know what's interesting about that? Yeah. All the people I dated before you that gave me gifts or whatever, yeah. I don't know if I lost the stuff over the years or you don't. I mean, I don't. <laughs> right, but, but that stuff is gone. So, so let me ask this question. If, if, I guess it depends on, like, if they bought you a gold necklace. Right, so someone give you gold bread. I'm really broke. I'm going to throw away and give up, sell the gold. Keep it if you want. If you like it, it's a nice watch. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm keeping it, so I'm keeping it. But I think one of the reasons that people suggest or that this article suggests to purge those things is because, number one, does the new guy, new girl want you wearing the locket that the old guy gave you? Do you well, one, do you have to mention that? Yeah. It's going to yeah. come up. Hey, that's a beautiful lock. Come on, come on now. So, well, let's, say, let's say you were dating a guy. You're dating a girl, right? She got you a tie. Nice tie. Oh, it's a really nice tie. Thank you for your birthday card. No big deal. You guys decide, hey, we're going to set up part ways. Not angry. You decide to break up. I got to give away the time? No. No, but, Darren, when we first started dating, didn't I ask you, hey, do you have pictures of your ex? Yeah. Yeah, right. And what did I say to do with them? Put them in the basement. Right, throw them away. No. Where are they? Are they in the basement? Wait a minute. Are they in the basement? I have no idea. You put them in the basement? I have See, this is why you throw away stuff from your ex. So, I mean, I don't think you have to throw away everything, but I think, you should throw away as much as possible so that you don't get triggered to remember that person. That's the whole thing that gets them out of your system. But that's, that's part of your life experience, right? I mean, these people have, have impacted your life. Hopefully they made you a better person. You've gained, gained something from the relationship. I'm going to forget everybody. That's what the, that's, that's what the so I think you made a point. It depends on the if, if If the person is breaking up because the other one attacked them, beat them, things yeah, like right. that. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, that's a very different thing, man. I fell out of love with you and I'm moving to Ireland. Um, that's a very different. Or we just say, you know what? We're going different directions. You know, no big deal. Hey, we decide we seem like it's going to be better for us to split. Not a big deal. Yeah, you keep your gifts. I keep my gifts. Mm-hmm. That's just my thought. 
I'm going to say that's a personal choice, but I'm big on getting. Now, I have kept some gifts, like a couple stuffed animals, you know. I mean, I'm not going to give that away. The, the, the stuffed animal didn't hurt anybody. Let me give here's a big one. This was a big topic. One, the engagement ring. Okay. God gives the young lady a engagement didn't, ring. Didn't uh, Kim Kardashian's ex, didn't they go to court over that they ring? They went to court. I'm, I'm interested. In, what do you think about that? They gave the ring. So, I feel like if you're not going to marry the guy, give him his ring back. You, you, if you're saying that the relationship is over, give him his ring back. And if he told you, I don't love you anymore, the relationship is over, you should give him the ring back anyway because if he doesn't want to, what do you want to do with that diamond? I truly want to keep it. But, well, you can't oh, wear it to the next wedding. I mean, so you'd have to sell it. I mean, that person still has to get rid of it because if, if any reasonable guy is going to marry a chick and she says, hey, do you mind if I use my engagement ring that the old boy bought me? Most men don't want that. And if your guy says, hey, don't get, it at, get rid of that ring that that dude got you last year, we might reset it. That's so awkward. Man, I, I, I say hawk it. If, if I'm a guy and she kept the, guy, the diamond ring from another guy or something like that, Selling to give me a, 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 some new tires and ruins in my so, car. So wait, so you'd be okay with a new, a basically hot last dude that was having sex with her and hugging and kissing her for your rims well, on your that going on, she ain't going to be with me. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't apply to you, Noel. Some other people make you get that guy's up. Well, okay, me, but my I'm saying is, if there was just a ring involved, I would say, yes, pass the ring over to me because now you with me. I would handle no, that no, ring. No, you wouldn't. Selling that ring. No, you wouldn't. That's what I would do. No, you wouldn't. And, and I don't know, because I watched the Judge Judy thing once where she said that the ring belonged to the man. Because the ring is a promise of marriage. I know. I just, I to, this is just an give it back. Ladies, don't listen to him. Don't know other man want you buying no rings from his car with the ring that, that the, the ex-boyfriend has. <laughs> I just don't believe that. I just can't believe that. So, well, hey, how do you feel about... Uh, is, should a woman keep, like, a nightgown another guy got her or, or um, like, how that, intimate of a that, that's that's got, that intimate stuff like that, that got to go. What about the undies? Yeah, that got to go. Okay. So, so to if go. that has to go, then I'll say so does the Okay. That's my point. point. Um, number two. The number two says, do get a new goal. That single people often feel, like, uh, aimless, like they don't have anything to do like that. That breakup leaves a gap for them. And um, it's an opportunity to take on a new challenge. Like, so... Do something physical like train for a triathlon or take an art course or um, volunteer for, with animals or something of that nature. But get a purpose outside of yourself that takes you away from the post-breakup blues. Now, I agree with that 100%. Absolutely. Obviously, when you were dating, a lot of your time or some of your time at least was taken out with that relationship. Now there's a void there. you got to feel something. And you might as well feel something positive, something positive that's a planned event. You know, I'm going to get start working out. I'm going to get in the art. I'm going to get, pick up a hobby. I want to start, you know, whatever the hobbies you're into, fishing, I want to join a, a basketball, a baseball league, a bowling league, whatever you're into, pick up a hobby to get involved in. Definitely take up that time. Absolutely. I agree. And I think also it, it keeps you from feeling like maybe you made a mistake because yeah. I think a lot of times when people feel lonely, they assume that because they feel lonely that they must have made a mistake with the breakup. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times that's just, you feel alone. Right. And so because you're alone, it's familiar to still be with person X, so you'll go back to them. Good point. And so you want to be careful that you have a goal of something that you're doing to take up some of that time. Okay. Okay. Very good. The next one they mentioned is do head out of town for a brief change of scenery, um, take a little journey that you always wanted to go to. Hey, you take a little vacation or something like that, take a little trip out of town. Yeah. What do you think about that? So I don't know. I mean, I feel like a trip out of town doesn't have to happen, but I get the gist of it that you want to do something to sort of 
um, decompress from the other relationship, give yourself a break. It's kind of like when you when you quit jobs. Right. A lot of people don't take a break between jobs. They go from job to job or spend and I think taking a break gives you a time to recalibrate. Now, now I, I agree with that. I don't see the big deal about heading out of town. Mm-hmm. But I would say do change your routine if you normally bump into each other or you had some hobbies, like you want a sports team together mm-hmm. um, or in a, a club together mm-hmm. or a choir together. Right. You may want to, you know, I'm going to join a different choir. So you're not bumping into that person in constantly. Right. So I do say change the that thing. But let me say this. That's only if you want to because some people can break up and still sort of be in the same vicinity. I'm not really that type. Yeah, I, to me, in my opinion, I would have to do, do something different. We go, and I'm gonna either. Who do you think should give it up? So if if a person breaks up with someone else, but they they were in a choir together, took a class together, who should be the person to leave the class? Oh, that's a good question. I would say, the, for whatever reason, the person who who got broken up on. Oh, <laughs> that's not fair. The breakupper, the one that got the got dumped, the right. dumpy. No, no, I don't believe the dumpy should be the one that moves. I think it should be the dumper. Why do you think it's a zombie? Uh, was it fruits go to the winner? <laughs> you know, no, 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 no. Well, go no, to no, the no, winner. No. I think that you should only leave like a cut. For example, if kids break up, kids, if young folks break up while they're in college, right. I don't think somebody has to drop out of the class. Oh, oh, in uh, like if you're taking no, up. I mean, you may want to join a different study group, right, or something like that. Right. I mean, you're not gonna necessarily drop drop the class, right. But, I mean, if you're taking a volleyball league together, I think that maybe next round the dump, one of them should decide not to take to be in that that's league together. That's going to be hard, man. That's going to be hard. Why do you so say that? So every Wednesday after your breakup for the next what, three months, you're going to be bumping into each other after you broke up. Yeah, well, you can't leave the league in the middle of the game. You can't just say, hey, me and Roscoe Pico Lolo broke up. So I'm going to have to make bad. Unless, so that's why I think it would be the person who did the, did the breaking up. You cause the problem, you leave. I just think the opposite for whatever reason. Well, ladies, if, if you out there listen to me and guys, if you get dumped, stand your ground. Because Don't. like this, this is assuming, I guess, an assumption is the person who's getting quote unquote dumped, not for lack of a better term here, is the one that's emotionally hurt. Right. You know, I can't say that. Let me I'm saying because that's why you're separated. So let me ask this as a guy. Let me ask you this as a guy. Do do in your past, pre me, my my fabulosity, pre my fabulosity when you dating just, you know, regular people, not superheroes. Right. Did you break up with them or did you get dumped? Ooh. Both. Both. Really? Sure. I've not been dumped. I've not been dumped. No, wait, there's one guy, I think I got some other dude's phone number while I was with him, and, like, he sort of tried to do a breakup, but I told him, no, me first, I quit you. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, like, maybe one time, but I don't I don't have a lot of recollection of being released got from relationships. Okay. I'm a good keeper. But I will say I just decided to continue dating with the other person I was dating. So kind of, What does that mean? I mean, I was dating maybe two or three people, so. <laughs> I, I was so proud so also, when you got, oh, okay, I get it. So, when you got, <laughs>
So you're the dumpy because you said you've been dumped. I did. I did, actually. Okay. Because I started going different pathways, you know, because I normally go my normal route, bump into each other, kind of in school. You know, if you know, you kind of go to class in the same route, you Mm -hmm. keep bumping into the person, and you know I'm going a different direction. Mm -hmm. Kind of gives you space. I did do that. And let me say this. This is good notice, too, even for people that break, break up with, like, a best friend, even if it's not a romantic relationship. I can tell you that I've had best friend breakups, um, like high school lover in the past, and I did sort of change a little bit of my routine, so sure. we wouldn't always be like looking at each other like, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. There's no space. Right, right. Because so, if I didn't get space, we'd be still be together with that person. Right, right. right. Because of a breakup, we need a little space, so mm-hmm. give me a little person a little space. What's been the worst breakup for you? Worst breakup? Um, Do-do. Like bad, just bad. Yeah, like when you felt like, man, that hurt, man. Uh, probably college, I would think. Ooh. College. Was it who I'm thinking it was? Probably. Okay, how would you handle that one, Mr. Lover? Uh, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> okay, I, I'm, for those of you all that can't see me, I'm mouthing the name to make sure I'm tuning in to the love. Okay, go ahead. Right, right. Uh, continued on, dated, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we, mm-hmm. And then right. long after you found the love of your life. That's so true. right. So that breakup was meant to be. That's true. That's what I'm saying. Her loss. Um. So the the next thing it says is do cultivate a new crush, which I completely disagree with. I totally disagree with that. Either. Totally you talk about mentions even if it's mindless and many infatuation with the Starbucks barista. You know, to me, you don't want to just jump into a new crush with somebody else. Get your emotions tied up. Get their emotions tied up. It just that sounds like a nightmare to me. Yeah, I think that when you're breaking off a relationship, whether it's a friendship, an intimate relationship, I don't think you can replace people with people. So I don't think that. Um, you break up with one guy, and then you go get with the next guy, and that takes you away from the other one. I mean, I think sometimes you need to have some self-awareness about what you did in a relationship to cause a breakup, and you need some space to heal from, like, whatever happened and move forward. And even if it wasn't a bad breakup, let's say, you know, person X is going to Iraq and they just don't want to be on the front lines and dating somebody. Right. You, you don't just go and look at the Starbucks barista and go, man, he's kind of hot. Like, I think you need some space for that. Absolutely. I mean, it's not fair to yourself. Which, to which I think is the biggest mistake. You would not, as a therapist, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that I meet that got married right after a breakup to someone else. They met another person, right. and they were still grieving the loss of the previous boyfriend or girlfriend when they married this guy or this girl. Absolutely. And Sometimes you can be married to the wrong person, but in marriage there's not a real easy out. So, I mean, like, if you're jumping from person X to person Y, and before you have a chance to grieve the the previous situation or found out your fault, you're on to the next guy. You could end up married to somebody with, like, when you wake up and defrost from what was going on, you're already in too deep. Yeah, and not not to mention you can't even put yourself fully emotionally into the next relationship because you still have emotions tied up in the past relationship. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I disagree with the, with the crush. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the next thing says celebrate your singleness. You know, make, focus on that. Have a party, I'm free, I'm single. You know, for that one, I mean, I would say it's okay just to kind of release yourself. Hey, you know what? I have some more time back for myself. Um, you know, I can focus on things that I want to focus on. Like we talked about before a little bit. But to have a big party, hey, guys, I'm all single now. That's a little bit corny, in my business. Well, I mean, I think celebrating singleness is more about being comfortable with one's own individuality. That I think Agreed. so many people get wrapped up in your identity is basically based on who you're with as right. opposed to you having a strong identity. So I say, yes, celebrate your singleness, but it's not about I'm going to throw a party because I'm single. But it's more, like, Now, some people, when they get divorced, throw a hen party. 
I had a friend that got divorced and she invited me to a hen party. Did you go? Um, no, I didn't go to a hen party. I mean, like, really? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. You, yo, marriage went kerbato. I'm but not coming to a party. You've been, dating, you been dating this girl for however how long you break up now because you haven't been to any of the, the guys saying, hey, guys, have a party, but come on. But I do think when you're single, you're able to make moves that you can't make when you're married. So I say make those moves. So if you've always been wanting to go to France or you've got a chance at an internship or you can start a new career, you can do a lot more of that single than than in a a hitched-up relationship. That's why I I think it's more about self-development at that point. Mm -hmm. That's what I would say. To me, that's how I would take it. Because when I look at – when I – because I never, like I said, I had one breakup where the person broke up with me. But when I broke up with guys, it was more so, hey, I need my space. And so if I need my space from him, I probably need my space from person C, too. So, right, you know, exactly. I just kind of kept a little bit of space. So I think um, you can celebrate being single and maybe make some choices that you might not have made before. Right. So that's it for the kind of do's. Now we're getting into some of the don'ts. The first don't that says don't overindulge in your personal vices. Don't need too much ice cream, too much drinking, too much partying, and things of that nature. So, so don't go buck wild, which, mm-hmm. which makes sense to me. Sort of. I mean, I think if you need to go buck wild, do that. Just be safe about it. Like, I mean, why are you looking at well, me like I, that? How do you be safe if you're over, overdoing it? What, like five pints of ice cream one night is not, like, going to end the world, people. Yeah, you pass out for old sugar. <laughs> and it's not. So, I mean, you want to be moderate. You want to be controlled. You don't want to be a yo-yo, so an emotional yo-yo. I mean, I don't think, but see, I think that's the problem. So many people look for their validation with the person that they're dating that when they break up, they feel pointless. That's the point. You got to stabilize. Right. right. So don't overindulge. No, I agree. Don't overindulge. So eat all the ice cream you want. No. <laughs> no, so I mean, I do agree with doing things in moderation. I do also agree when we're talking about things that don't do that they don't mention here. Don't make any drastic decisions either. Don't at a breakup decide to save your head. Don't that's, break that's, up. That's, that's the next one. That's the next one. Yeah. Right. Don't drastically change your look. Right. Because I always, I've always had dreads. I'm gonna shave my head. I'm gonna uh, turn my hair blue. Right. Whatever. Right. Some other kind of. I'm thing. gonna get a face tattoo that says "You suck, Bob." I mean, like you know, because people do those things. You right. break up and then you feel like, like this over. Like I need a change. I'm gonna die. Like when, when I didn't. This wasn't a breakup, but I had a big change in my life, and so I kind of decided to dye my hair orange. I was like, you know, after a while, I was like, well, what was I thinking? Right. <laughs> like that was a, so. I always suggest in therapy that when you're going through a tough spot, this is not the time to make every big decision. I think I'm going to move to Sri Lanka. I think I'm going to cut off my left leg because I always wanted to hop. I mean, like this is not when you make those kind of decisions. You kind of make good decisions after you stabilize. Okay. So, Darren, how long do you think as a guy that a person should remain single after a breakup? You know, it really depends on how serious the relationship was. I'll say after I break up in college. I probably did not date for I want to say two or three years. So before me, before long, me, that was. But I don't I don't think I gave any time between my breakup and you. Well, I well I was kind of sort of dating you and I got too, so it wasn't quite a breakup. But okay. So it, it, it depends on how serious the relationship, how involved the relationship it was, what you're doing. Right. You know, for me personally, you talked about that. I broke up and I decided to kind of focus on other things. Mm-hmm. So you know, I kind of put dating to the to the background, focused on school. I wanted to. Improve my grades, want to get back up there, working on some internships and really put a focus on my career, my spiritual growth. So I had, like we talked about before, do, I started really investing in myself and started developing that. Absolutely. Let me say this one thing. We talked about the three categories. If you find yourself in a marriage and you end up in a divorce, I always tell people to not date for a year past the divorce, okay. which tends to be really hard for people. 
But let me tell you what happens when people date, like, right when they break up, before the divorce is final, they end up dating somebody else, and maybe their spouse wants to come back to them, and they can't, they, that opening isn't there anymore. Oh, okay. Also, when people date after a divorce, and this is barring the fact that, you know, that many people are already dating their new girlfriend, that's probably what caused the divorce. Right, right. But I'm talking about people that weren't doing that, and then they get a divorce. You need that year to experience the first Christmas without that person, the mm. first holidays, the first, whatever your important dates are. Mm -hmm. And when you start a new relationship, you don't want to say, well, wow, this is the first Christmas I had or the first birthday I had without Susie Snowflake. Man. That's what you're talking about with the the new person. Right. Okay, great. That's another reason you need a year. Right. So they're talking about your ex. Right. Not romantic. Not at all. You also need that year to recalibrate. Okay. To just kind of get, feel like what single feels like, whatever that means for Mm -hmm. you being single. Allocate your time appropriately. What are you going to do with your time? Like all of this needs to be done before you um, start dating. That's why I talk about not making any big decisions about, you know, what to do next. I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense to me. The next thing says don't move to a new place, um, at least not permanently. So we're talking about, you know, you know what? You broke up in Chicago. You know, I'm going to try a new scene. I'm going to move to California, move to New York, something like that. But now to me, I don't have a problem with it. If that's something that you always wanted to do, you know what? I always had it in my mind. I wanted to move. You know, I decided to stay because of the relationship, and, you know, the relationship was more important than the move. But, hey, you know what? If you really always wanted to do that, and it wasn't just a reaction to the breakup, but it's something that you already had in your mind, I, I said go ahead and go for it. Yeah, I mean, again, I think that that's a personal choice that someone has to make. I don't think a breakup should force you to run from a city. Like, well, right. I don't want to well, be I anymore because everything makes me think of Bob. I mean, I think you have the right to be where you are. However, let's say you pass up a big job promotion and it just so happens you could still do that and they say, hey, are you still open to moving? Right. And you just sure. broke up. Yeah. You know, right. I, I don't see an issue with that. But I would suggest that you not let a breakup make you run. I think that's where, where yeah. the angle is coming from. A lot yes. of people break up and then they just they change everything. Yes. They change everything. Now, look, Darren, do or don't. Don't keep in contact with your ex's relatives or do keep in contact with your ex's relatives. Uh, I would say for a dating or long-term relationship, I would say no, do not keep in contact. <laughs> Marriage, you know, obviously it's different if there's kids involved. Um, that, that, that's totally you're going to have to keep it some kind of summer because guess what? They have a set of grandparents over there. They're going to wait. I want to see grandma and grandpa on that side of the family also. Uh, could have, you know, aunt, uncle on the other side of the family, so that's going to come into play. Or let's say you're, there was a marriage and no children involved and then there was a divorce. Um Really, at that point, there's no real reason to keep in contact after that. What if you really, really liked your ex's mom? How do you, how do you think people should handle that? I would say no need to keep in contact. Okay. Really, because that's what, assuming that person is going to possibly get with another relationship, somebody else, right, it's really awkward for that mother uh, to bind with the new young lady who's in the person, who the, or man who's in the, the, their child's life. And build that relationship if the old ex is still involved and coming over for holidays. So, you know, that's kind of awkward. Kids involved is different, but if no kids involved, I would say you break it off, you're divorced from the family at that point as well. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I'm a don't contact the person and their family after the breakup has happened. If you're going to be broke up, be broke up. I mean, like, right. I, I think it's weird for, like, sometimes I see places where the ex shows up with his wife and then she shows up with her new boyfriend and, all the kids are there, and, like, people are asking, wait, are you the first husband or the second one? I mean, that is so awkward. That sounds like a fight waiting to happen. That is so awkward. But there's lots of people that try to do that because they think that in some way they're showing love or peace. 
My and I family. think, right, I think that is so confusing. It's way confusing. I think unless you have to, like, awake or, like, a surgery where you have to show up to support that person, I think in general there needs to be everybody, that's just too much contact. It's way too much And it's confusing. It's confusing. It's big time confusion. And I think in most breakups, I don't even know if I've seen the people too much afterwards. It's like, you know, you might see them, but it's not like you're playing a dinner date with their mother. And that's right in an intimate if you have family gathering in a tight house and you see each other hugging up one or extra, this, this is inappropriate. This is nasty. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for the kids it's confusing too. Right. Like, what are, so this is my stepmom and that's my stepdad and I'm so like, I got, you know, like I always tell people, hey, don't think of it as a, um, as a, as a new person. Think of it as a bonus mom. But in reality, <laughs> but in reality, that's the new chick your daddy with and it's just weird. So. Right. So I'm a believer in don't make a lot of contact that you don't have to make. I agree. With you. Um, next, I'll oh, go ahead. Number nine, don't talk too much about your ex. We talked about that a little bit. You know, let it go. You guys split up. You don't need to keep talking about your ex and how much. You, no one really wants to hear about that. If you want to write that down in your diary or something like that, your person, that's fine. But no one wants to keep hearing about your ex over excessively. Yes. Yeah, and I, I think also that's another reason that I tell people to wait a while before they date between people because if you're still talking about everything your ex did, you're not ready. I really don't think you're ready. I mean, even I, I meet people that are married and they compare their first marriage and their second marriage, and the second person is just like, wait, I didn't do that? Right. And so why should I be punished for that? So I think you need a time to purge out those old memories, those old emotions. That's why I say get rid of the pictures, the gifts. I mean, unless the gift is super expensive, you should, you know, you might want to keep it, as you said. But, I mean, it, I think as much as you can do to push the other person out of the life, as long as you don't have kids with them, go ahead and push them out. Right. Now, and I do think it changes when you have kids, but you can still push out some of the intimate feelings that you have yeah. for that person. But you still say, you know what, you just still need to respect mom, respect the, the divorce. You know, when you go to see mom, you still need to respect mom or you are that, that kind of thing. Absolutely. And then the last thing says, don't try to stay friends after you split. Now that, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, friendly, high, by associate, but you're not going to be calling and, and let's 